0: You're listening to the place where sports opinions collide. I am your host Kenneth B. Inge. Joining me on the line is BZ Four Thirty
1: B. What up? What up? What up? What up? What's good? You don't hear no feedback, or nothing on my on my microphone, do you?
0: Nah, man, nah. nah okay. your mic is on and it sounds good. Uh, right. Speaking of, make sure y'all check out the Is the mic still on podcast? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, check that out. Got some. Got a new one coming to you tomorrow. Um, so yeah. So talking about babies, if you want to believe it or not, it was a crazy hilarious. Crazy hilarious. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh also joining us is FIFO. FIFO, what up? Uh oh.
2: people under the yo, weather. Yo, 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 no, no, no. I am, I am. <laughs> but you know, I be putting you on mute, man, 'cause I'll be having stuff going on in the background.
0: Nah, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. And uh that laugh you guys heard earlier is uh is a show that, you know, we we've been telling you guys to check out for a couple of weeks now, uh, Chris Platty. Chris Platty, what up? What's up, guys? How's it going? What's chilling, going chilling, on, chilling, man? Chilling, chilling. Tell the folks uh, your podcast, man, and, and what you do.
3: All right, man. I didn't want to. I didn't want to come off too. I didn't want to come off too thirsty with the plug. But I. Oh man, go that. ahead. Plug uh, it up. Yeah, I'm Chris Platty. I have a hip hop and a um and an NBA podcast that is partnered and sponsored by yours truly dead end so um support to them and shout to them for showing me love but yeah you can find it on iTunes um, you can find it on my Twitter which is at real Chris Plattie, um C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E and again you can find it by searching iTunes just strictly hip hop and strictly hoop talk those are the names of the show pretty self explanatory I just uh, talk hip hop and basketball that's what's up yep
0: alright cool appreciate you being on uh, obviously as you guys can tell this is this will be an uh a, a very basketball heavy show. We are um you know, wrapping up the, the end of the NBA season. So we got um games today and tomorrow is the end of the regular season and then um you know we'll get our well, what what we're going to do is basically wait until the bracket is set. So the field is set in terms of playoff matchups, and then we'll drop a separate show after that, just giving you our picks on the the first-round matchup. So that will be coming uh, later this week. Uh, but right now we're just going to delve into a lot of other hot topics that is permeating through the NBA right now. But before we get into that, make sure you guys check out the Technical File podcast with uh, Manny, who's been on the show uh real cool brother man, so check him out. Uh forgive him. He's a Duke uh fan. Uh <laughs> so don't hold that against him. Uh also check out uh the homie twelve the twelve cow podcast as well. Um yeah, he'd he be putting out some dope content. And uh Dead and Hip Hop, man, Dead and Hip Hop, subscribe to the channel and uh you know and check out the website. The the writers be putting out some good stuff there. We got Cardi B, the Cardi B review it's coming, and if you heard this, you know, sometime later, then go to dead and check out what we have to say there. Uh, we had a special guest, Sophie. Sophie joined Ooh. us for that one. And, and, people out there, we did the Kanye West bracket. We did the Kanye Ooh. West bracket. That's dropping probably this week, too, so I got to get my info over to Rod so we can uh, have that ready. So, yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff coming uh, for you guys, so check it out, com. Um as I mentioned earlier, uh we're we're heading into the playoffs, man. It's been a long season. It's been a season full of a lot of headlines, uh a lot of drama, a lot of drama surrounding uh Cleveland, as usual, LeBron James, <laughs> uh the Warriors ended up in, in some drama and uh the you know, the Thunder. Uh the Sixers are making news. We got some back and forth right now between Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons. We're gonna get into that a little bit later on, but Right now, we, we're, we're focused on the playoffs. So we're going to look ahead to the playoffs. And basically, let's kick the show off with this. Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors are struggling without Steph Curry. Since Steph Curry's been hurt, I think they've lost 9 of 12 or something along those lines. You know, we don't fact check. Um, but mm-hmm. no, they've, they're, they're not winning. <laughs> they have a losing streak uh, without uh, Steph Curry. Um, there is a possibility that they will match up with Russell Westbrook in the first round, ladies and gentlemen, a matchup. I want to see. We also have James Harden, the probably soon to be MVP, James Harden, who's having a fantastic season, but we all know what every, what, what people say about him and what people have been saying all year long. So I want to, Put this question out here because we've talked about it a little bit on this show, but we haven't really talked about pressure, especially when it comes to Durant without Curry. Who has more pressure on them heading into the playoffs? Be Durant or James Harden?
1: I think James, I want to say, I say James Harden. Um fact that he's the number one, you know, number one seed, you know, of course, I think a lot of people, lot, well, including myself, was assuming, you know, Healthy, that a Golden State was going to lock up the number one seed and was going to cruise to the NBA Finals, or whatever. So with Harden having the regular season that he's having, like you, like you mentioned, on his way to what look like it's going to be an MVP year, he's going to get win the MVP award, number one seed, and you know we 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 all just the uh, the majority of like basketball fans and media, what well, we always, what I've always been saying about James Harden, like you, you have outstanding regular seasons. When the brights get light in the postseason, when it matters the most,
2: we see James Harden
1: going milk cartons. So <laughs> I, I think for me, I think for me, I think in my opinion, I think it's easily James Harden has the most pressure because it's kind of like, okay, you got CP3. You got someone that got that dog in them. You know, that's also has some, a lot of failures in, in the playoffs. If he hasn't even sniffed the Western Conference Finals. So. You know, you now you got him. You add him to to your to your uh, to your team. You know, it seems like y'all clicking at the right time. Y'all all healthy. You know, everyone is 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 pretty much healthy going into the postseason, and you know, you, everything everything seems to be going James Harden's way so far this season. The way it looked like, it, it, it seemed like it's going to carry on to the postseason. So, yeah, it's going to be pressure. We're going to be like, look, if James Harden and I've and I kind of judge players on this, like if you as great as you are. You need to get. You need to. You, this is seasons. You need to kind of get get over that hump. You gotta be. You gotta take out Golden State Warriors. You, rather they if they healthy or not. This is your chance. Like this is the best chance for you to get to get rid of Golden State Warriors. You know what I'm saying? If y'all end up facing them in the Western Conference Finals and they might be even more banged up than what they are now because you know the playoffs gonna be a fight. So this is your best chance. If you cannot get past, if you can't get to the finals this year. Going against this Golden State squad, if y'all happen to meet up in the Western Conference Finals and James Harden, well, especially if James Harden don't don't step up, if James Harden is playing ball and he's balling and he's doing all that, whatever, okay, that's a different story. But if we seen James Harden go into just in on the missing, we like we 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 be looking for him. And if he goes, <laughs> if he goes into that mode again after winning the MVP and after, after getting the one seed in the West, having home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs and you guys don't execute or at least get to the finals. If you don't at least get to the finals, I think is that he has to at least get to the finals. I ain't going to say he got to win it, but he got to at least get to the finals. Then, yeah, we gonna it's going to be – people going to be – people are going to be questioning him. I guarantee you if he comes out and goes missing in this postseason, people are definitely going to question this dude, I'm pretty sure a lot of people on this podcast will, and, and also other NBA and basketball fans across the world, across the globe, is going to be like, is James Harden really that dude? I mean, he has a great regular season. He put up great numbers, but he's never, he never step up when it, when, light, when it matters. And that's when you can determine the good from the great to the legendary players, is when they have to step up when, the bright, when, the, when, the, when it matters the most, the playoffs, the postseason. So, yeah, for me, it's James Harden. It, there's no question.
3: Uh, Platy. All right with that? Um, you know, I go back and forth because because both in in this context, both of them have a lot of pressure. Like, you know, KD is you know part of this Warriors, like almost this empire of the NBA. And in some ways, that's how some people look at the team. And James Harden, for all the all the reasons B you just pointed out, are is very right. Um, so. I think I think I think, though, I'm going to lean the Warriors because even without Curry, um, the Warriors are still looked at as um, as better by a lot of people than a lot of teams. And, um, you know, whether that's true or not, I think some people are overlooking just how important Steph Curry is to the Warriors. Um, I think uh, I think some people are just too uh, relaxed when it comes to the Warriors and they should be on a little bit higher of an alert. But, um, yeah, I just – I think KD has more to lose in this situation um, because – just because the Warriors are, again, kind of like this empire of the NBA and they're looked at and, you know, everybody – like, we're two years – we're almost two years removed from KD's decision and people are still, you know, doing that meme of my next chapter. Like, the Warriors hate as much as as people love them, there's also – a large large group that is ready to turn on them ready to pounce on them anytime they fail so i think that i think that kd and the warriors have a lot of pressure on them but you know I, i'm not going to be mad at anybody who says who says harden because you're right harden being the mvp having all this success and having the questions the postseason questions that he has which kd doesn't have is um is also cause for concern as well what do you think fifo for
0: me, man, look,
2: <clears throat> it has to be hardened It has to be Harden because the last couple of years, he's felt slighted in the MVP voting. Um, last year, Russ had a triple. He averaged a triple-double. And isn't it interesting that I believe in the last game, if he gets, I think, something like 16 triple-doubles, or, I mean, triple-doubles, 16 rebounds, he'll average a triple-double for the year again. Yeah. And he's nowhere in the MVP conversation. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: Yeah. Um, also... I think it's James Harden because this is the year for him to get it. This has to be the year, and I think the other layer of pressure is if you see Golden State not healthy, if they are not one hundred percent, that and you lose to them, how how do you how do you like what weight does that MVP have? You know what I'm saying? Is James James Harden to me will be forgotten in NBA history. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like we're not going to put him up there. I, I, I just, mm. I, I just believe that because, because here's the thing: he's he's not great defensively. You know, he puts up all these numbers, but you got to win. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. I think he could be like our Mitch Richmond. Mitch Richmond made the Hall of Fame, but do we talk about him as one of the greatest two guards to play? Nah, he averaged 17, 18 points a game. Made the Hall of Fame. That, definitely James Harden is going to make it, but I think that especially now because. like now it's prime. he has cp he has the system he's had the system right he's proven to to flourish in that system and and you have the best team in the nba that is top five all time when healthy that's a top five all nba team they could go up against anybody in the history of the league and he loses to, to those guys that are hurt That's not good. So, just like B, I agree he has to get to the finals this year. If Golden State is not 100%, he has to make it to the finals. Whether he wins or loses doesn't matter, but he can now put on his resume he got his team to the finals because it's not CP's team. This is James Harden's team. And then James Harden, like he has to put weight on that MVP trophy. Like right now, I, I just think if he gets it, it's extremely hollow. He has to put weight to it
0: you know I, I i came into this um leaning towards durant mainly because you know if, if you lose to Westbrook if you lose to Westbrook, what does it all mean because you're he got
2: one trip though he got one and I, he and he was the guy i
0: i but you but you're still the guy now you're still the but guy it's now different
2: but 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 Clay's hurt, Draymond's hurt, Steph's hurt, is different.
0: It's but different. As the guy, as the second best player to some best player, at least they were when he came into the when you know, he was when we came into the season to a lot of He's folks. their
2: best player, not their most important player. There's a difference. Steph is their most mm-hmm. important
0: player. I you know what? I just I, I I'm to you know, I don't know if I would hold him against him as hard as I would hard and not making it to the finals. But there is a side-eye. like you lose Curry and you're not good enough to beat the Thunder without him. So everything we've talked about heading into um that season after he made his decision kind of resurfaces again where we're saying, "Hey man, you you went to a 73 and 9 team to make life easier for yourself and to to lean on Curry's back, and when Curry go go out, you you could even get them past the first round. Like I don't know, I think that's something that's there's something to be said about that. And I understand there are a lot of pieces hurt, you know, on that team, and 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 they're limping. Um, so I, I I don't know, but, but I'm listening. But how is
2: to- that pressure though? How, that how, is how pressure. How is that pressure? You cannot, hey, I-
0: l- Raph. You know he can't lose l- lose to Westbrook. But, but here,
2: in the but first the round? He, but he has an out, though. That, that's, that's all I'm trying to say. A it, you don't get an out.
0: You don't get an out. You're geez. Kevin Durant's second best player. But, K,
2: but KD's been getting a pass for damn near 10 years. And
0: we're going to give him he, another one. I,
2: look, you, and you know I don't I don't like to get... I'm, I'm one <laughs> of the very few people with a voice out here on the internet that talks down about KD, especially even in crunch time. You know that. It's recorded. Go check it out. But KD is, in this instance, I will give him a pass because it's not just about him. He has three, two or three guys out, bro. That's a lot. That's a big part of the squad. He came here, yes, for it to be easier, but he needs those guys for it to be easier. Now, he's carrying a lot. They're struggling, right? But so is OKC to some degree. You know, so if he goes out, he has an out. Look, man, I was Finals MVP. You know what I'm saying? I already won one my first year here. We're hurt this year. If I come back again, I guarantee we win if we're healthy. That's all you can say. Like, like he has an out. If if if, if OKC... Okay, like, like, if James Harden doesn't make the... Fun, it's more pressure for him. I think... Uh, who gets more questions, right? If KD loses in the first round or James Harden loses to, to Golden State in the second round? Who gets more questions after the...
0: After after the series i think we'll talk about kd more (laughs) i I think we would talk about kd more nobody's saying james harden is not even like third best player in the league he's not even in the conversations if if you ask me he's just a great player so we'll, we'll we'll look at it like same old james harden Doing the same old thing he's always done, and we'll throw uh, and he he drugged Chris Paul into it with him, or we'll say, "This is what we expected from both of them." But I, I, no, nah, so 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 mm-hmm. so
2: let's clear the air. My expectations are for James Harden to rise to the occasion, show why he was the MVP, put some weight to that trophy, and for CP to redeem himself because he has had small blunders, small like minuscule mistakes that came up and bit him in the butt and he just lost so so you know it's like he played great for 94 percent of the game That six percent they just lost the game in that six percent so it's it's kind of unfair but it is what it is i expect for both of those guys to take it personally and get us and get to the finals especially if golden states hurt we're the number one team we have the mvp we arguably in cp's mind we have the best pure point guard in the league we got guys. We got Joe. We got three point. We got a chance, especially if Golden station. You don't make it that far, and they're the cause of it because they're they're pulling out their best, the DeMar DeRozan and, and Kyle Lowry impersonation. Then yeah, get them guys out of here. That's pressure. They know that. Both of those guys should know that. But I'm sorry, I digress.
0: No, it's it's, it's all good because I, I think uh, the the more sensational story or you know, the, the, will be Harden. I mean, no Durant losing to, to Westbrook, like that people would eat that up. Right. Clicks everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, I'm watching it. And, and you know, so, so I, I came into this, like I was saying, I came into this, looking at this, like, man, you just cannot lose. You cannot lose to Westbrook. I still don't oh, know. You just can't lose to Westbrook. You got to show up, man. And, and you guys made such a strong argument and your points were so great about Harden. That I was leaning your way because I'm thinking about how they've performed down the stretch now they could be coasting um because they've sewed up the number one seed and they're just ready to get to the playoffs and that's fine, but what if what if these struggles are them being content with that? Remember you know I said on this program that uh and 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 you, you did as well, FIfo um as a matter of fact, I think I basically back what you said. The MVP is his title. And James Harden could be con- t- satisfied with that. And 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 going to the finals may not be his 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 ultimate goal. You know, everybody wanna say it, but he feels like he's been robbed the last two years. And to another point you made earlier, if he doesn't make to the finals, he basically becomes Steve Nash. That that that's what he becomes, Steve Nash, a guy that had a great season that did nothing with it in the playoffs. Um, So I think that him winning that MVP title would be enough for him to say this season was a success, probably behind closed doors. But with everything that went down with Westbrook and Durant breakup, Kevin Durant cannot lose to Westbrook in the first round. I'm going with Kevin Durant. I talked myself back into it. I'm going with Kevin Durant. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: yeah i'm going with kevin Dur- without curry come on man um anyway uh westbrook 16 rebounds to to get another triple double uh you guys think he, he he has a chance of doing that you think they're gonna clear the clear the lanes and let him get all the rebounds they're
3: 100% clearing the lanes Wow, one hundred percent. That's kind of lame. That's, I, kinda, that's what I was going to ask. They've been doing it. They've been doing it, and like I've followed, you know, Thunderbeat reporters and stuff, and they said, yeah, you know, like it's on the low, but players have kind of, you know, confirmed it. They certainly haven't denied it. That you know, yeah, if Russ, if Russ wants a rebound, we 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 kind of just we kind of just extend the arm box out a little bit and just kind of let him do his thing. He's gonna he's gonna go for it. Westbrook is going to go for it. Like I've always said this, Westbrook is a numbers chaser guy it doesn't mean he's not good it doesn't mean you know he's not a he's not like a, a still a, a good team player but he does chase numbers and this triple double thing is something he really wants and you know he's gonna go for it he's gonna get he's gonna get I, I I would be shocked if he got less than 13 rebounds that in his uh final game like he's gonna go for it I'm with B that'd be lame it, it wouldn't feel
0: the same it wouldn't feel the same Um. that'll be kind of whack, and maybe it it won't make it as special as last last year was, if
3: if that's what they did. But you know, oh well. well. Last year, last year, if you remember, he it was like it it was this. It was kind of the same situation, but with assists. He was very close to uh making the mark with assists. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, like it was entering like the final week, he had to get this many assists or something so Mm -hmm. um so it's always come down to being close um and i agree it is it is a lame thing and i it's part of the reason why i made the case for harden because harden what harden was doing was so impressive last year and i still maintain that i was right in saying harden should have been the mvp last year Uh, but but um you know i you know i mean russ is doing what he did last year i mean it's same old same old to me and to me it doesn't it doesn't really matter um, if he gets a triple-double or not, to me. Like, I still think – I don't think point one, point two away from a triple-double makes you any less of a player.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so while we're talking about Westbrook, the Thunder. So they're in. They're in the playoffs, and I think they are a dangerous team when motivated. We've seen in stretches uh, where they've looked pretty good. They started out terrible. And um and I think they finished the season, I can't remember, uh eight and twelve or something like that. It was real it was a real horrible start, but they finished like if they win tomorrow, uh 40 and like twenty two. So they turned it around. Um But they could possibly draw the Warriors. Um depending on how the matchups uh sort themselves out. You know, who knows who they will end up playing? I guess we we'll have to wait and see. But I guess the question that I have and what I'm wondering is in spite of the tumultuous season that they've had, can they win it all? Like Westbrook, Paul George, Mello, not hoodie mellow. <laughs> we kind of need hoodie mellow, but what are their chances on winning it all? Do you guys give them a shot, FIFO? What what do you think, man?
2: Honestly, <clears throat> The way that they've been playing, I, I don't, I don't think that they can. I don't think they can win at all.
0: You know what? Uh, Let's just say get to the finals. Let's just say get to the finals.
2: I don't think they can get to the finals. Yeah. Um, and the re and and it's the same thing I've always said. Down the stretch, Westbrook makes certain mistakes that you just can't have. Uh, bad shots. Um, you know, just not making the right decision. And I think that that's always going to be his Achilles heel. Can he get a triple-double? Can he wow you? Can he make the spectacular? Can he make the clutch play? Can he win you games? Yes. All of those are yes. But he still makes those mistakes down the stretch that just cost you a game. And until he can prove on a consistent basis that his decision-making is at a higher level, I, I, I don't I don't know I think he's the, the, the one person holding them back from um, making that um obviously you need Carmelo to be at a higher level Paul George is obviously an all-star he's picked it up he's figured it out um but still down the stretch is gonna it, the ball is gonna be in Westbrook's head and if you make key mistakes down the stretch you will lose the game you know and, and, and it's crazy Ken I was telling you earlier how me and BB uh, playing in this league. And last season, right, look, prime example, I fouled, I come down, I follow. a guy shooting a, a, a three, he misses two free throws, I come down, I get fouled shooting a three, I make two free throws, we're up one, right, he comes back down, I, oh no, I'm sorry, I, I fouled him after I made my free throws, right, I cost us the game, I played a hell of a game, but I made two bonehead mistakes down the stretch that cost us and then we didn't make the playoffs. Mm. That's what Westbrook does time and time again, and until he plays at a higher level at in in crucial moments, they won't win. They can't win.
1: You agree with that, uh, B? Yeah, I mean that's always been like my main critique of Westbrook, like just since his career. Like you know, besides him putting up godly numbers and stuff, I still just be like, you know. I, it's hard for me to rank him above certain point guards because he always make those. His you gotta have good IQ, man. If you're the point guard, you have to have good, uh, good IQ down the stretch throughout the game. You know, make the right plays all the time. And we've seen great PGs do that throughout the years. And it just seemed like Westbrook always make those bonehead plays. We be like, what are you doing? Why did you shoot that? Or why did you try to dribble between those two people and you got still, so, you know, create turnover? Like why did you like? It's just like ah, uh, but I don't him. I don't. I don't give him a shot to make it to the finals. No, Ken, I don't give him a shot. Um, Melo, wow, it's, it's amazing how his career is <laughs> taking a turn for the worse. And him and LeBron and D Wade all came in came in the league the same time, and it seemed like he's like the wackest now at them Three. It's, it's amazing. I <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's so amazing. It's like wow. It's like this. The way he's been looking certain times of season. It's like man. At, at this point. He's a sixth man. Like I, I don't even consider him a starter no more. And it's like, and it hurts me to say that because I, I've been. It was at certain points I was like, man, Melo is like, you know, the dopest, you know, the dopest offensive, you know, offensive player in the league. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, ugh. and I, I, and Paul George, he didn't read. He has been straight this year too, but I, he ain't the Indiana Paul George or whatever. So I, I don't know. Man. I don't know if it's just the plan with the restbrook effect because we've seen this with Victor Oladipo. Soon as he leave OKC <laughs> to Indiana, this dude is a freaking all star, and he's looking like you know top two, top three best shooting guards in the league right now. So, yeah, I don't know if Paul George is getting hit with that effect. I have no idea. I know one thing though; they definitely missing um was my man the uh, defensive guy that's out
3: uh, Rob Robertson. Yeah,
1: Robertson. They they I think they're definitely missing him. I think yeah. I think he is really showing whoever his agent is. They should, be, they should be they should be they should be he should be trying to work on coughing up coughing up some more bread because he is definitely showing his value and his worth by him being missing. I think they, they think they're definitely missing him. So even just with that factor alone, I don't give him a shot of going to the finals. You know, they they'll be Well well if they be a seven seed so and end up playing Houston to go and State. That'd be interesting. They might they might just end up being a first round exit, man. A first round exit depending on the matchups, depending on who they face. If they still be a seven or eight seed. They gonna get out in the first round, man. It's, it's gonna be in. Well, I, you know, based on Ken, Ken thinks they might have a shot against Golden State. So we, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, but um, yeah, yeah, man. But, I, no, huh? B, what
0: up? Think about it like this, right? You just said if they are a seventh seed, they will face the Warriors or the okay, the Warriors.
1: Warriors, right?
0: The, the the if when the Warriors are gone, who are you left with? Just the Rockets. And 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 we all have our doubts about the Rockets. The, 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 the,
1: the, Don't sleep on Portland, the, nah. you I mean, you you just disrespecting they just Portland. Four,
0: they've lost four straight. They I'm lost heart in Portland. But understand, they also lost uh, uh, their small forward. I think he was playing small forward, Maurice Harklin, Hark, Harkless. harkless and they ain't been right since. <laughs> they, they you know and they're on a losing streak. You know, um, but all I'm saying is is this. If if they beat the Warriors, they're just left with the Rockets. And yeah, you could throw in the, the 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 Trailblazers if you want. But let's be honest. I think the 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 path to the finals shrink with the top with one of the top two teams out. And if the Rockets lose to somebody else in in, in the field on the West, that that's it. I I think
4: they could
3: get there. Am I am I by myself, Platy? Yeah, you buy yourself. Yeah, you buy yourself. But I'll uh, say, I'll say, like, I I understand where you're going, but I think I think those chances of of what you're saying are very slim. Like, I would overwhelmingly, even with the Golden State roster looking how it is now, I'd still overwhelmingly take Golden State or Houston over Oklahoma, despite like you said, there there are fair trepidations with Houston, a hundred percent. But I'd still take those two teams have been way better. Throughout the regular season, and Oklahoma City Thunder, like you know, as much questions as we have about Houston and Golden State, like OKC has had some, they've had some very up and down moments, um, you know, so they're not overall, uh, they haven't really overall like found. It seems like every ten games that their team identity and their and their level of play changes, um, you know, but like like you said, it's interesting if they were to if they were to knock out one of them. And then they only had to deal with one. I see what you're saying there. I just think those are those are two very highly unlikely scenarios. Um I, I also would not sleep on Portland. I know they've lost four straight, but I think they're I think they're um a more consistent team throughout the year. Uh San Antonio, I just I we should have been like everybody's been doubting them forever and they still find ways to win. Who knows? Maybe Kawhi comes back. I don't think so, but maybe um Minnesota I know they also have their questions but talent wise they have a they have a better big 3 than OKC right now with the way Melo is playing so um so you know I don't see OKC getting out of uh, they could get out of the first round depend on who they're matched up I think they could I think winnable series would be against San Antonio New Orleans Utah or Portland I think those are possibilities to win but I I still don't know if any of those series, if I have them as like an overwhelming favorite, I think they'd be a favorite in some of them, but not but not overwhelmingly.
0: Let's move to the East with another team that's uh, man they're, they're on a a heck of a win streak, uh, fourteen uh, straight going for fifteen straight. Now they're playing Atlanta uh, right now at the time of this recording. They're up one hundred and nine to one hundred and four uh game's a little closer and tougher than they anticipated. And, wow, Utah is blowing out the Warriors. And y'all calling me crazy. And get out of here. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to Philly. Uh, 15 straight. We'll go ahead and pencil that in a win. Um, can they get to – and here's where I, – I, I'm not going to even say the Eastern Conference Finals because I think we all can see them making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's say Mm -hmm. the finals. Let's just say the finals. Can Philly come out of the East? Platty. Can they do it, man?
3: Why not? And I'm and I'm caping I'm caping that they can get to the conference finals. I definitely think they can the way the seeding's played out. If I'm Philly, I'm only worried about I'm only worried about three teams uh or actually cautious against three teams, and that's Toronto, Cleveland, and Washington. And it looks like they won't have to play two of those three till the Lost. conference finals, the way it shakes out. But you know what, man? Look, I'm just, I'm not doubting LeBron. Like, the way you've seen how they, they were down like 20 something at the half. 30. And LeBron still, 30, sorry. And 30 in the LeBron game, but still yeah, made it. 20, yeah. yeah, LeBron still made it a close game. Like, I think, especially with a young team, like, they are talented. There's no doubt about it. They have amazing players. We'll get to Ben Simmons later, I know. But, um, but I just, you know, playing an experienced team led by a guy like LeBron is just a whole nother animal. I just, I don't doubt, I don't doubt playoff LeBron, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just say, I'm saying out of just out of habit that Cleveland's going to make the finals. I, I know they have their questions and, you know, if, if, if they do fall apart and lose in the playoffs, you know, the signs were there. But uh but which is I can't doubt Cleveland. They've they played terrible before and bounced back, so I'm rolling with Cleveland. I don't think Philly can get to the finals. I think they can get to conference finals. Unless somehow they get matched up against Toronto. Toronto pulls off a, an upset against Cleveland. Um that's the only way I can see Philly being getting to the finals. But they can't beat in my eyes they can't beat Cleveland. So they can beat any other I can I can see them realistically having a shot to beat any other team in the East except Cleveland. FIFO. FIFO, man. Ben
0: Simmons is is your man's and B is a beast. He'll be back soon. I mean finals. Look,
2: like I said last week. Based off of talent alone, they are deeper than the Cavs. Mm-hmm. But that experience factor, man, and, and just like Chris said, how at this point in his career, how do you bet against Brock? You know what I'm saying? So I, I think those just those two things alone. Experience and LeBron is the reason why I'm rolling with the Cavs. But don't get it twisted. Like I said last week, if Joel and B under can can adjust to playoff basketball, and, and Ben Simmons as well, and they can step up another level, and Joel's like, yo, just give me the rock, can't nobody stop me, they can beat Cleveland. They can do that. I'm just not calling that because I think that Braun is too much. You know, we, we just saw it in the game. We just talked about it, 30 down, and, and, and he came out uh, with a mentality of we're not going to lose this game like this. And you saw it, and we see it from Brown. We saw it from early bro You know, B-No, he he remember what he did to Detroit. You
3: know, what I'm saying? <laughs> he know. damn People that hurts.
2: Probably understand. You know what I'm saying? So, so we we've seen it. We 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 remember game. Uh, what was it? Game five or game six in Boston? Forty five, like oh yeah, uh, fifteen and, and five. Like like we we know what Bron can do. He's done it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to bet against that. I don't, I, as great as Joel Embiid and, and Ben Simmons are right now, do they have access to the upper room like LeBron does? You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron's just, all right, Ben, let's go. And he and he turns up two, three levels, and nobody can match it. We've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that Joel and Ben can eventually get there. I'll be super surprised if they're playing at that level, in that deep into the playoffs. Because I just think that at a young age, you, even if you win two series, going against a guy like LeBron, I just I don't know if they know how to match that level just yet, you know. But look, if if they step up, that'll be a problem. And then if they play Golden State or Houston, I I, I think I think they have an opportunity. And look, and, and, and if they break the mold. All I know is the next NBA team that's looking for a G and they need to hire Sam Hinkie.
3: That's all I know. 100%. That's all I
2: know. Uh, if they win a the championship this year, y'all need to stop dogging my guy. Y'all need to <laughs> rehire him somewhere and let him, let him redo the process. Okay?
0: You know, this is kind of crazy, man, because like when I think about the Eastern Conference Finals and them playing Cleveland and I think about, the matchups they've had so far and Cleveland's poorest defense I think they got a and, and I think they got a shot, but then I think like how what would they do to m b he can guard Kevin Love on the perimeter if they decided to take him out of the paint um I mean that would clear the rim, you know, so I mean LeBron can attack all day, but um I think what m b can do offensively. On the other end, puts Cleveland at a disadvantage. I don't know if Tr- Trista can't touch that. You know, Larry Dance can't touch that. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> I don't know, man. I, the more I think about it, I, I I think they got a shot. I think they may have a, a, a chance to do it if Cleveland does, don't shore up their defense. Because when I think of the Cavs, they've been in – playoff mode for a while and we've seen playoff LeBron for a while now B Zeke said something when he was talking to Stephen A. Smith that really caught my attention and he said that when they were down 30 that and I think he said when they were down 30 they didn't even think that LeBron could take it to another level and he did which, when he said it, it kind of scared me because it made you think, like, how do you have another gear? How how do you take it to – you're already playing at a high level. How do you take it to another gear? So, thinking about that and thinking about the matchup and how LeBron would not want to lose to Ben Simmons, the young king, I, I see where you guys are coming from, Platy, FIFO. I see where you guys are coming from, but – I. And B and B is highly confident. Ben Simmons, because of Embiid's B's absence, has gained a lot of confidence, and we're seeing him finally come out and show like everything that he can do. And when Embiid comes back, I think that I, I think they got a shot, B. Come on, B. I'm not by myself, B. I
1: have a shot at what? Getting to the finals?
0: Going to the finals. Yeah.
1: I mean, anyone can have a shot, is the fact that they're going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> no. Um. But I I can I, I can see why – well, I don't know if you've seen the same thing I'm seeing, but I've been preaching this uh, for the past three months about the Cavs, man, is they, they play horrible, horrible team defense. And, I mean, I'm assuming – I'm assuming, because we've seen this before when, you know, teams switching in a different mode when playoffs start. So, hopefully – their team defense gets, you know, gets better, but you cannot let these squads score one hundred twenty four, one hundred thirty points right. on you. On the, would you say?
0: No, I said right.
1: Yeah, like so that that's the thing that's that's the little thing that scares me about the Cavs going into because I mean at one point in February, you know, their team defense was looking so horrible when they was losing all those games before the trade. I'm like, these dudes ain't even gonna get out the second round. So just because they defense is so horrible, <laughs> I mean, you can't let the Brooklyn Nets like when you're letting a week with the weaker lower tier teams scoring 120 points on you, it's like come on man. Like, but I'm I'm assuming that they're going to tighten up. You know, usually play playoff basketball always intense. You know, intensifies a lot once once you get to once you get into that April May and June. So I would assume that LeBron will lock in, get his team to lock in, and they get to play in some defense because. Yeah, if, they, if, they, if they're letting teams average 127, 130, 30-some points against you, I, yeah. Philly has a chance. Yes, can they do because Cavs play horrible defense. But, I you know, it's still hard for me um, to give the keys off to the young guys just yet. Um, me and people have been saying this for for, for for I don't know how long, since we started doing dead-end sports. I think I, – and I said this last week, I think I think – I can see this happening. Philly and Cleveland going fighting, going against each other in the Eastern Conference Finals. And Cavs, they're going, they're going to give them that heartbreak. It, it might go seven games, and they're going to give Ben Simmons and them that heartbreak, and that's just going to fuel that fire next year. And then going into next season, we're going to be like, look out for Philly. But I definitely think that that's a possibility that that might happen, Ken. I think I think Ben Simmons and Joel MD, they're going to get they they're going to get their hearts broken. They're gonna be crying, going back into the locker room of, of an intense Game Seven. You know they they took they took they going they gonna it's gonna be a a tight Game Seven too on their home court because you know Philadelphia is a higher seed, so they're gonna have home court advantage. A tough Game Seven L to LeBron and at Philadelphia, and it, yeah, is it, that's gonna motivate them? That's what's gonna happen. Cavs back in the finals. That's what's gonna happen.
0: Are they the second best team in the East now that Kyrie is hurt?
3: yes in my yeah.
1: opinion yeah not that Kyrie is hurt yes
3: but I, I mean just... it,
1: it's going to be interesting if if Gordon Haywood turns back into his old oh, his Utah Jazz form and Kyrie come back next season healthy man oh man this it'll yeah. be very interesting you know in the Eastern Conference you know especially if LeBron chooses to stay but I mean if he leaves I mean pretty much the East is just a free fall at that point um well, ain't going to say free for all. I mean, we're gonna be looking at Philadelphia and pretty much Boston as like one and two tier teams to, to to go to Eastern conference finals if Brown leaves the East. But um, yeah, and I hate that. This is one thing I hate. I hate we have like big in, big time injuries like this going to the playoffs when you when superstars get injured and they're gonna miss either part of the playoffs or all of the playoffs. So I hate that because mm-hmm. then you know it's always the well, what if, what if this guy didn't get hurt, what if, what if, what if. What if? So yeah, that's the one thing I hate about Kyrie Irving going down and. You know, Gordon Hayward going down at the beginning of the season. I hate when, player, when the superstars, you know, get hurt before playoffs, man. I hate that. Never should have left LeBron. <laughs> he, he was hurt be... when he played with LeBron the first year when LeBron he came back. Still... He, him, him and Kevin Love in the finals. He'd still be playing right now. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. It, 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 they'd be in deep trouble right now because if LeBron, if they had a Kyrie, they probably still almost had the same type of squad if Kyrie was still there, and then LeBron would be in trouble. He'd be going to the finals with just K Love. All
0: right, last one, and then we'll we'll get into the uh, awards. Um, and this could be quick. Um, the eighth seed is up for grabs. Uh, the the I'm watching Nuggets watching that am- game tomorrow. I'm watching oh, that game so tomorrow. Am so am I. Oh yeah, Can't miss it. straight by the Nuggets to put themselves in position to just win. I mean, that, that's pretty much a
1: playoff in. game tomorrow. Like, it, we're going to yeah. be watching the playoff. I mean, technically, it's not a playoff game, but yeah, it's, it's a playoff game for for Denver and, and Minnesota. That's the playoff game. That's going to be Who a playoff game. Who you got? Oh, uh, man. Uh, I mean, like man. I mean, yeah, because I like Canty Towns, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I like Cat. I like Cat. Like
3: Who you got? Barbecue Plattie. Chicken! Um, where, where is it at? Uh, who's who's home for? Is it? It's in Denver, right? Uh, let me see. Does Anyone know? Yeah, no, I'll tell you in just a
0: second. Um, uh, Schedule Wednesday.
3: It is, that is, is.
1: Is that Minnesota? Yeah, is that Minnesota. Oh.
3: Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Minnesota. Um, I, I'm going with Minnesota not only because of the home court thing. Um, I think Denver has a much stronger home presence, but I, I'm going with Minnesota just because. Jimmy Butler, of all the guys in that, like like BZ said, it's going to be a playoff experience. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. Of all the guys, Jimmy's the guy who's been through the postseason and had success. So I expect him to elevate and uh, and shoulder a lot of the uh, shoulder a lot of the weight and carry a lot of the weight. And uh, I expect Minnesota to win and move on. And I want Minnesota too. Like I, I like Denver, but. Minnesota's had a long playoff drought, man. Just get them in there. They they have such a good team, and they got and they just got hit with injuries. And I know the same could be said for Denver, but it's been too long since Minnesota's been in the playoffs. So I'm rooting for them. Who you got, FIFO?
2: Yeah, I got Minnesota as well, uh, but not because of Jimmy. I think cat. I think I think cat. This is the year that he has to break out. Um, yeah, and, you yeah. know. The way you really break out and show out is in the playoffs. And I, I think he wants that. Uh, we've seen it. I think middle needs to feed him a bit more. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is going to be the anchor of this squad on both ends. But I think Jimmy needs to concede that offensive role to Carl because I think he has the biggest advantage night in, night out. And I think if Jimmy just more so focuses on defense and lets Cat score, I think they're a better squad that way, just personally. Uh, but no, I, I, I think I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna have some success in this postseason, and I think Cat is gonna is, is gonna make himself a household name this year.
0: Yeah, I I got a funny feeling the Nuggets will somehow win because mm-hmm. um, they've been playing for their lives uh, for almost a, a week to two weeks now. Um, but I, I'm with you, FIFO. I, I think this could be. Cat's coming out party, and I think he can neutralize uh, Jokic, who's been part of the reason why they've been able to make it this far. Because there there have been some games during the street where they 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 should have lost, and and they managed to pull out um, in the fourth quarter. But at home, like like Platy said, I, I I like that, and I, I think if, if Thibs called the right game, and, and he he go ahead and and put Cat to work I think they'll um I I think Minnesota will win it and I want to see them in the playoffs too so um, it would be unfortunate if they didn't make it so anyway alright it's time the NBA season is officially over as of tomorrow um we can go ahead and give out our awards now um who we think will win or who our picks are so let's start with um sixth man
3: of the year. Um Platy, who's your sixth man of the year? Uh Lou I I d I don't think it's uh I don't think it's really a contest.
1: You're right.
3: Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's consensus. Lou Williams, that was my pick too. Lou Williams is the clear, clear winner for six man a year.
0: You on board with that, FIFO?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, alright. Um coach of the year. Who do you guys have for coach of the year?
3: This one's super interesting. Um this one I really feel like can go to a bunch of different coaches. Um but I went with uh I went with I went with Brad Stevens um just because of what he did with Boston um this year, the way he got the most out of a team and you know, not only just not only just overperforming for for talent reasons but also just like just the imagine like the emotional um toll that hayward's injury had to take and you know everything that happened to them this year and, and the way he's been able to um get the most out of tatum and brown two young players get the most out of them right away very early in their careers uh it's very it's very impressive um he consistently out coaches uh, a lot of coaches in this league but you know, I think there's a lot of cases to be made for guys like D'Antoni and all that, but um, yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Brad Stevens.
0: What about you, B?
1: It's a shame that I don't know these coaches' name, but I'm just gonna give you the teams mm-hmm. uh, between me. I would say either between the coach for Philly or the coach for, Brett um, Brown. huh? Brett Brown. Brett Brown and the coach for um for Portland.
3: Yeah, that's a good one too, Terry uh, Scott. Only,
1: yeah. only because, you know, going into this season, you know, who would have thought that we would have Philadelphia being a three seed and Portland being a three seed going into this year? Um, going into this season, we didn't expect. I mean, we knew there was going to be, even with Philly, because we was like, they're either going to be, they're going to either barely make the playoffs or barely miss it. Like, we had them at the six, seven, eight, ninth, you know, ninth spot, probably just getting out you know, still getting that, you know, year of youth and trying to get that experience. So we, ain't, we didn't expect that from, from Philadelphia this year. And with Portland, we was like, well, oh, okay, yeah, Portland's probably going to be, a you know, a 5, 6 seed or anything like that. I mean, where well, they probably still can based off what happened. But, you know, we didn't expect them to have the good season that they was going to have, um, especially if they end up locking up that 3 seed out in the West um, tomorrow. So, yeah, I, I would go between those coaches. But I guess Philly. I'm picking Philly coach. It's because it's kind of like a – this because they kind of like have like a shock the world type of mentality. Who would have thought they was yeah. going to win 50, 50 games this year, you know?
0: Yeah, interesting. Uh, what do mm-hmm. you got, FIFO? I'm
1: going to go
2: with Brett Brown. Um, But not only because of this season, but also what he's been doing before he got his two horses in the race.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, he always had that Philadelphia squad playing hard. Mm-hmm. didn't matter if they won – 15 games, 25 games, every game that they played hard. Um, and, they, and he maximized the talent he had. Um, I think he could have won a coach of the year plenty of times if he would have just had more more talent. And we we're seeing what he can do when he has his guys um, and everything that he's instilled. Because when you watch Philly play, it's, it's, it's not a one man show. You know, these guys actually play team ball. Um, yes, they have two dominant guys, but they also play team ball. They, they, they play through the system. You see the system. They trust the system. They trust the process. They trust the rookie of the year. Um, and, 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 and what you see is just the beginning. They're, they're just scratching the tip of the iceberg, man, they're Just just right now. You know, and next year they're going to be even more dangerous. Um, they they still have a lot of salary cap room. And let me digress. But Brett Brown is the guy, man. Um, I, I love Brad Stevens. Everybody, I call him the, the Popovich of the East. You know, he's the next era Popovich to me. I've been said it. Um, I love what Terry Stotts has done. Who thought Portland was going to be number three? Uh, but there were still question marks on Joel and B. You know, he just signed a big time contract, did he earn it? Um question marks people had on um, Ben Simmons. I, I, but I told y'all day one he was gonna be he was gonna be the guy, just like I did with Joel. Um and, and and we seen what Brett Brown can get out of him, man. Um and everybody else. Dario Saris, the way they've handled the Markel Fultz situation. And it seems like when he gets into the game, he knows what's to what, what, what to do and what his role is. Brett Brown I just think is very underrated and this year. He's proven his worth in the NBA.
0: Brad Stevens has has definitely uh caught my attention this year with the way he managed that team, the way he he managed really to win can, games.
2: Because, because about two weeks ago you were saying that there was a bad team. Did I? Yep.
0: I said I said they got a lot. Of, they did win a lot uh-huh. of lucky games.
1: They uh, did win a B, lot of lucky B, games.
2: B, can you please call him out too? No,
1: he, he <laughs> you you right. I'm sitting here just smiling because I'm like, damn, Ken, for real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I think I said he was he was the the Popovich of the East. I, I, I'm, nah, I'm on record. We, we have but, to
2: convince you that that's not how you was feeling. That's not how nah, was I wasn't. That it was an wasn't original.
0: Ken. I do agree that they 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 lucked up and won a lot of games, but he's done a good job coaching. That's not, I'm not going to take away from the brother. Um, uh, Terry Stotts. I mean, we we thought I, at least I did. I thought Portland was dead in the water, waters and what right. he managed to do to get them all the way to what the third seed? You know, before yeah. this this losing streak, it was was incredible. Um and, you know, um God, what's the coach in Utah? What's his name? Jesus. Quinn what's Snyder, it? yes. He does of praise as well, yeah. Uh, never he, he's rarely talked about, but yes, he did. And and for him to I, I think one of his biggest decisions uh or one of his best decisions this year was you know, to unleash uh, Rookie of the Year, Donovan Mitchell. And and he's managed to, in the, in the West, uh, compete and win games. And right now they're blowing out the Warriors. And I also want to shout out uh, Pop. I mean, we already know he's a good coach, but he didn't have Kawhi Leonard all year. He didn't have Kawhi Leonard all year, and he still managed to get that team into the playoffs, and they went through a rough patch. And um, the Pelicans coach, I think, deserves a shout out, too uh to get them yep. in the playoffs and to manage through adversity with losing um demarcus cousins um uh, gentry so and we were questioning him uh last year I believe uh on this program. Um but my coach of the year I'm I'm with you uh uh FIFO B fifteen game winner streak and it, 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 there's something to be said about that. And you win one more game, that's 16 straight, 52 wins. Um, two right now, they're three, they have three less wins than the Boston Celtics, you know, and and um, and they're right there in the as a third seed um, right now. So uh, to take the talent, it's one thing to have all of those pieces. It's another to be able to manage it and you know to compete and they they've gotten better as the year have gone on they started out a little slow but once brett brown managed to kind of put his influence and get them playing the right way and the way he wants wanted them to they started to rock and roll man and um and he's done a good job at, at doing that he's lost in b he's lost faults. he didn't have the number one pick this year so yeah i i got brett brown man i think he deserves to win it this year so shout out to that brother um in, in, in Philly uh all right defensive player of the year um B who you got
1: I got uh Rudy Gobert. um yeah I mean do but uh I know Jazz defensive rating is pretty much high because of him whenever he's playing yeah. they, def- they defensive rating is like 99.1 which is like the best in the league um I mean, yeah, dude is—I uh, want to say—he's leading the league in blocks per game. Um, I had to look that up right quick, but yeah, I mean, he, it's just like he—he's a—he's definitely a difference maker in the paint. Um, you know, if if Joel, indeed if he played a lot more games than or just about as much, I would—I was looking at him almost. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I give it to Rudy. I think I think Rudy—he's definitely a difference maker in the paint, man. Like he. He alternates shots. He does a little stuff that you don't really see on the stats a lot, like you know, kind of like what Dennis Rodman did. Besides the rebound, crazy rebound numbers, like Dennis Rodman did the uh, you know the the essential things on the court that defensively that you do that you don't see on the stat line. And, and Rudy Goldberg definitely does that, so I I give it to him. And he's a good low post defender as well. Yeah, oh, hold on. Go.
3: Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, hold on, B. That's where I have to correct you because I actually went with Embiid, and if you it, and if you look at the numbers, Embiid has played uh, will play eight more games than uh, than Gobert. Because okay. remember, Gobert had those injuries. Um, so I actually went with Embiid for basically the same logic that you had Gobert for was that Embiid played more games. But um, you know, Gobert. This is a toss up. This is a coin flip to me. Both are really good. Um, I think at their best, at their apex, I think, I think Gobert is slightly better, but I just went with Embiid because of more games played. And, um, I like what he does when he switches on to guards. He defends very, very well. Um, so, you know, you can't go wrong either way. Both of these teams are a top four defense and defensive rating. And both of these guys are the anchors of their defense. So, you know, it's really a toss up. Embiid just gets a, um, a little bit more rebounds and, um, you know, and has played more games, so that's the that's why I go with uh, Embiid. I, Who got went, more
1: black shots?
3: Uh, let me look that up right now. I believe I believe you're right. I believe it was Gobert, but um, I'll double check that right now.
1: Okay,
0: yeah, why, why are you doing that? I, I'm with you, Platy. I went with Embiid. Um, I think one of the things that impressed me the most about him defensively was watching him guard uh guards on the perimeter. And to actually be able to stick with him, like I and and I can't remember what, what game I was watching, but um, they 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 switched and he ended up um, guarding a, a guard or a forward on the perimeter, and and they actually targeted him, and and he the the guy got past him, but Embiid, I mean obviously he's but seven two seven one uh, hung with him a little bit, but even when he got past him, he was still managed to make the defensive play and um I think they ended up uh winning that game because of it um but yeah his ability to um guard people on the perimeter uh was was a factor to me because it makes it difficult for teams to um you know target him in in and like pick and rolls and stuff like that so I got him beat man as 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 defensive player of the year
3: yeah he, and uh just to fact check, um Gobert is averaging a um point five more blocks per game than Embiid. So it's very close. You got Draymond Green, FIFO. <laughs> don't try me like
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I, I think I think um uh, it's a toss up for me as well. Uh Embiid or Gobert. I don't think you could go wrong either way. I'm gonna go with Embiid because he was healthier this season. Um and just the impact, just like Rudy, uh Joel does a lot of stuff on the uh on the court that doesn't show up in the stat sheet. Hey Chris, uh who averaged more steals, Rudy or Embiid?
3: Uh, let me look that up. I'm still on their pages so I can tell you in just a second here. Um let's see, uh profile, what's Embiid averaging? Embiid is averaging uh, half a steal per game are actually point six, and let's see what Gobert Rudy is one point seven. Okay, so Gobert is averaging one more, more steal a game.
2: Yeah, um, Gobert has the numbers. Uh, beat has the games played. Uh, and 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 that's the deciding factor for me. Um, so, so as simple as that um obviously gobert he he he's right there he just got to play a couple more games man that's you guys said it all I, i'm not i'm not gonna be able to add to any of that
1: i think uh, the only reason and the reason why i gave uh, gobert an edge is because i think that just his impact on a team i mean utah is second in points you know point points points, a points per game that appointed score on them and then I mean, it's like second by like a a half of a point from san antonio like, his impact just on the team, for his team, is helps a lot more than what Embiid is doing. That's my only factor, like, you know, like the reason. I think <clears> it's <throat>
0: a toss-up, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. I, it
1: really yeah. is. I mean, yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is a toss-up. Yeah, it's okay being wrong, B. Um <laughs> <laughs> <You stupid. laughs> All
0: right, we have uh, three more. Um, most improved player of the year. Paul um, DePaul's. I don't think there's a debate, right? I I don't have anybody different. anybody yeah, has somebody think, different, but th- no, you got me. Th- you you, I, you,
1: I, you? No, I think I think that's a good one because I mean he he went from who is that guy that's playing with Russell Westbrook and OKC to a, a freaking he was all star. He was an all star. Like that's crazy. And I don't now, know he if was the second pick playing. in the
0: draft. Like, people had like the guy couldn't play.
1: No, no, but, but I mean, do you go from a forgotten player though? Like, come on, like look, look what he did last year <laughs> compared to this year.
0: No, yeah, I'm with you. He is oh, oh, the most okay. improved player, but it's it's just when I see people talk about him, it's 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 in part because he got his attention because he went to OKC. And he averaged 15 points a game. And then this year he jumped up to 23 points a game. And prior to going to OKC, he was in Orlando for three years. And and who was pay, who were really paying attention to them? You know, he was doing 13, 17, and 16. But we saw the potential. I think it was this year he finally kind of, he got with the right coach and within the right system. And they were able to finally pull out the 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 talent that he had um as being, you know, uh the second pick in the draft. So, but yeah, no, I I do think that he is the most improved player because
1: hey, let me let me throw these two names out here as I'm looking at cuz yeah, I, I I was with Chris. I was like Victor Oladipo hands down. I mean, it wasn't even. But as I'm looking at this, I'm looking at Spencer uh Denwittle, the from the Nets. Yeah. Uh last season uh, had set, averaged seven seven point three points, three point one assists, two point eight rebounds this season. Thirteen point eight points, seven point two assists, and three point four rebounds, which is pretty. It's pretty pretty impressive. I mean, but it's yeah. the Nets though. Um, and then hey, look, hometown Andre Drummond.
3: Uh, last yeah, season, I was gonna say he's the second to me. Yeah, last 100%. season, thirty
1: eight point six percent from the free throw line. Yeah. This season. Sixty-two point one percent from the free throw line, man, and and like, dude, that's crazy. We couldn't like, trade.
3: We couldn't trade him for a bag of chips last year, and now I sure like, could. and now look at him.
1: And now look at him. Exactly. So
3: yeah, No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Th- you said what? I said I'm with you. The separation for me was that Oladipo got his team to the playoffs and Drummond didn't. Yep. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, I I that was just some other two, other couple of names I just wanted to throw out. I I didn't I didn't even notice that Spencer had a, such an improvement like that. But oh it's, yeah, it's, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, their Pistons you know, pick. You said you right, and Pistons picked him right. We 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 tried to stick him out, but you know, Stan Van Gunny just got tired of him and traded him off. But um, yeah, yeah he I didn't know Spencer had a, had a, a, such an improvement year like that. Oh yeah, so, yeah man, and he's been working man, playing in D went down to D leagues and. Yeah, I ain't know. I didn't know he had an a improved season like that. So he, I definitely yeah. wanted to mention him. He, he deserved to mention.
0: So FIFA, you in agreement? You got somebody else? Another name we should consider?
1: Nah,
2: Oladipo's the guy. All right. <clears throat> he you got, you got his, he got his squad to the playoffs. Improved points per game by six. That's a major jump. Yeah, um, in one season. Oh, that that's big time got in and, and and at the end of the day he's performing and you know what he's come up big in clutch moments you know so i i i i think it, he's the clear cut I, I, i'm not i'm not even looking at anybody mm-hmm. else
0: yep m v p um well y'all got i is, is it james arden i
3: mean yeah i was gonna say this is easy for me um It's easy 1-2. It's easy Harden-LeBron 1-2 in that order. Um, I don't really think – I think you can get, like, a ton of discussions for, like, third, fourth, fifth place. But, um, yeah, I think the 1-2 is just Harden and LeBron. Easy?
1: Yeah, Harden. FIFA? I mean, yeah, LeBron just based off – I would just say yeah, Harden and, you know, LeBron based off his 15th (laughs) season in the league and, and, and playing like this is fifth And then, you know, got to put respect on Lillard's name. But, yeah, Harden is Harden. FIFA?
2: It's Harden, but it should be LeBron. Uh, I was watching Colin Cowherd the other day, and he he pointed out something that, you know, I never even thought of. Every other sport in America, we look at season totals to determine who the MVP is. But only in basketball do we look at averages. And Mm. if we look at totals – LeBron leads James Harden in every statistical category, right, including field goal and three-point percentage. Uh, over James Harden, the only thing James Harden has on him is wins. So you know, we go by the totals. It should be brought. but I, I I think I think that we we take into a into account, you know, what your record is, mm. and and I think that weighs heavily in favor of James Harden. Yeah. But you know, I think we need to understand what the definition is. Everybody looks at it kind of differently. But if we yeah. think about most valuable, meaning if you take that player off that team, what does that team look like? Right. It, it, that's LeBron for damn near ten years. You know, so one hundred percent. So you know, it it is what it is. Um, it should be Braun, but it but but this year is going to be James Harden.
3: Yeah, it's the MVP is just too narrative driven. It's i mean it really comes down to that every year it's always it's always going to be who has the story and the story this year is james harden has come close two times arguably could have won it two times but didn't so let's get him his lebron oh this guy is super successful one of the greatest if not the greatest ever let's just uh you know we could toss him by the wayside we could take him for granted um but I do think I do think objectively Harden is having a better season. Um but you know, I I think I think LeBron deserves a lot more attention than what he got. I don't think it should be as clear-cut as everyone's making it out to be.
0: So James Harden is putting up 38 and 5, 1.8 mm-hmm. steals, .7 rebounds. LeBron is putting up uh 27 9 and eight, second in the league in assists, one point four steals a game, 0.9 blocks a game. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I, James Harden will win it, but my MVP is LeBron James.
1: And Le- Le- LeBron, um, been, man, it, it, man, it's, it's insane! Just, it's insane how he's been playing like this in his freaking 15 year in the league. No, that's, that's nuts. It, it's
3: nuts. It's incredible.
1: No signs of slowing down. None. We're talking and, – and the same
0: arguments I had, I, I remember when, when we had the James Harden-Steph uh, Curry debate and and we looked at James Harden and was like, he should have won it that year because he carried that team. And mm-hmm. this year, LeBron th- – they oh, have yeah. 50 wins only because of LeBron. He's going to oh, play my- 82 games uh, more than likely this year. And if they win tomorrow – they will have the same record as they did last year without Kyrie Irving.
3: Mm-hmm. Come on and man. And all the turmoil. Yeah. No, and, there's a there's he a had case. And have to
0: put this team together with with uh h tape. I I you know hmm. I, I I've graduated. I moved up from duct tape B. I'm I'm on the HVAC now. Like he's he he <laughs> he's like I I think and and Fifo was was talking about this. And we we need to we need to reevaluate what MVP really means because mm-hmm. if we only use wins as the sole determining factor, then I think we're doing guys like LeBron a disservice. We're doing guys like Russell Westbrook last year a disservice, even though he won it. Right? We have to sometimes, like you said, it's narrative driven. I think there's a, a a narrative there for LeBron. If, if people remove the wins from everything, he didn't yeah. have a CP three playing with him. He doesn't have an offensive wizard in 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 Diatoni uh, helping boost his numbers. Well, I don't I don't want to disrespect James Harden. Like yeah, Nate, there's
3: a there's a narrative, but there's a narrative for LeBron. One hundred percent, the year fifteen, like he's doing what he's doing. It's all super impressive, but. At the end of the day, the media likes the Harden narrative more. Like it really they like comes out. Like the down wins, the wins, Platty. It's the wins. They're using that as justification, though. The real reason is the narrative. The real reason is everybody. Everybody has sympathy for Harden now. Harden has oh, become so we for this sorry year. Sorry for the
0: brother now. Oh
3: so yeah, we're we are participation
0: trophies. Is that what? We oh yeah, it?
3: we are. No, Ken. I'm totally acknowledging all the flaws the MVP has. I'm just saying this is this is how it's gonna go because this is how the MVP is and you're right we totally need to reevaluate and the MVP because for the last like 5 6 years now it's just been narrative driven curry got it because the warriors oh my god who saw the warriors coming and then you know and then curry got it that one year because he just went bananas but outside of that it's been it's been narrative driven russ oh my god never averaged a triple double since oscar robertson you know and like so there's always been it's always been narratives for the last few years now, and it needs to be reevaluated. Otherwise, guys like LeBron and stuff are not going to get the fair consideration they deserve. And, and, and understand something. That was a reason why LeBron said he would vote for himself
0: when he <laughs> yeah. asked the question, because he, he is attempting to mm-hmm. to have that comp- to to reevaluate that by putting it out there. He was like, yes, I will vote for me, and you guys need to figure out why I'm saying that. You guys need to get away from, you know, he had the most wins in the league, so he should be the MVP. You know, uh, decision making process that you guys have, uh, have had over the last couple of years. I just, I just, man, like, like B said, man, the way he's playing this year, with 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 the turmoil that he that team has has went through. I, I I just I just got to give it to him. I just he he's my pick for MVP. He's my pick for MVP this year. Um, but James Harden will win it, and I, I just think it's on. You know, it, it's unfortunate because if we if he would have won the MVP two years ago over Steph Curry, I think we would be having a different discussion right now. I think people. Would oh yeah, be we would. Hundred percent. So uh, anyway, all right. So save the best for last baby <laughs> <laughs> uh uh ben simmons and i'm a, i'm a, uh patching q too. he wants to uh jump in you know uh on his sisters and ben simmons <laughs> uh so i'm going to patch him in but uh rookie of the year man uh who y'all got for rookie of the year
3: um Platy.
0: Uh, you got
3: man I got, I got Q's boy. I got Ben Simmons. Uh, to me, to me, you know, there's. I, I seriously hope, I, I, I should, I seriously hope that they, that it's a co, be, it's a co rookie of the year because they really do both deserve it. I get the arguments on both sides. Like they are both phenomenal, and it is close. But I'm going with Ben Simmons for the simple reason he is, um, he's just the better, he's the better rookie. Now, granted, you know you can say the whole he had the whole red shirt year, and that is a hundred percent an advantage. But objectively, if we're looking at it in a vacuum right now, who is the most talented rookie? It is, in my opinion, Ben Simmons. I think he's more talented than Donovan Mitchell at this point. B, who you got?
1: Yeah, I got Ben, man. Ben Simmons. Man, that, that, ben. that dude. You said what?
0: You still sticking with Ben,
1: huh? Yeah, man, Ben Simmons. I mean, you you just mentioned it too. Without having him MD, he's like he stepped up even more. He's been stepping mm-hmm. up right now even more, man. And like that's he's showing that he can be that leader. He's showing he's showing, you know, I mean, I'm not putting him on this level yet. It's still only one year, but yeah, he's showing like as a rookie, his first year playing, he's showing like you know Magic Johnson type leadership skills right now. Like I, I think that's dope. I think that's really I think that's dope to see as a player that young and he wants to be great. So yeah, he's Ben Simmons is the rookie of the year. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, Donovan Mitchell's been balling. And, you know, it, it hurts for me to say this because we was one pick away from picking him when I was yelling at the TV screen <laughs> for my Pistons to pick him. So, we got Luke Kennard. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> they Donovan <Diamond, laughs> Mitchell's been balling, man. He's it, it was at it was certain points in January and February where I was like, Ken, like, yo, I, I think this dude yeah. might be rookie of the year, but. No, nah, man, this last month, I, I think within this last month, these last 30 days, I think Ben Simmons has pretty much closed the deal. I think he shut down any argument of of him, you know, not winning the rookie of the year. He's definitely the rookie of the year, man. Like, it, he, I mean, the, the dude got it. He's, he's special, man. He, he's, a special dude. he's a special talent, man. I, I think I think he might do something, especially if we're talking about him leading the team to an Eastern Conference Finals and possibly a Finals, like you said, Ken. And you was just praising him earlier on this podcast. This dude is NBA. He's a rookie of the year, man. He's a rookie of the year.
0: Look, man. I'm. I'm I know people. What up, people.
1: Q? What up, Q? What's up? I see he in, but Q. I can't hear him. He probably like y'all. Can y'all hear me? You hear me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> let, let's let's be. Did, did Ben Simmons have to say that? No other rookie caught his attention. He, he, see what that man, Don Mitch, over there doing, man, in Utah. Nope, that's good. You
1: know what? Let him say that. Yeah, let him talk his shit. I'm glad he said that. Ken, didn't, didn't, what we were saying, we didn't stop being buddy, buddy in this league and stuff. (laughs) You know what, Ben Simmons? So what? I am the rookie of the year. No (laughs) one else is in my radar. So what? I like that.
0: Let me tell y'all what, what, what Donovan had to say to Ben Simmons. Uh he wanted to put it in perspective. And and, and this is why is my rookie of the year. I'm switching back, damn it. Uh man, you old so flip flop. I, I am. I'm I'm flip flopping like a mug. <laughs> it, it, look, man, nobody saw this coming, right? Ben Simmons was heralded as the rookie of the year before he even stepped on the court. That you know, so the propaganda had, machine had already been pumping. And no, comes, he
1: lived up to that. He lived up to the. He lived up to the to the hype. He lived up man. to his expectations. What we thought he was going to do.
0: Fourth seed, Western Conference. You guys have been telling me. Everybody's been telling me that the West is this monster, and a rookie stepped on the court was so good, was so good that Quinn Snyder just handed him the keys to the franchise and said, "Take us there," and he took them to the fourth seed in the west as a rookie 24 and 3 you know look look at the, the 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 competition he has to face night in and night out steph curry one night russell westbrook the net james harden dame lillard come on man like that this is this is who he had to face oh throughout the whole season and he was still putting up buckets hitting game winners yeah. Making it a name for himself when nobody even knew who he was. At like he just it, like this man should be rookie of the year, and I'm with you, Platty. You know what, Platty? I'd be okay if it was co rookie of the year, but to 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 not give this man rookie of the year after what he did in a much tougher conference, according to all of y'all, it, I, I I think would be a, a, a crime. Tell me I'm wrong.
3: You're wrong. Bro, uh, I I see what you're saying, but objectively, like, I get what Rookie of the Year means and everything, but objectively, Ken, answer me this question. Who is the better player, Ben Simmons or Donovan Mitchell? It's I Ben Simmons.
0: I, I, I can't say that Ben Simmons is a better player than Donovan Mitchell.
3: What? We're talking. Mitchell I know, play, I know we got a, I know we got for a topic for later. For. I know we got a topic later that says that that's about Ben Simmons. And you noticed that you didn't write down also Donovan Mitchell. It's Ben Simmons, bro. Ben Simmons is a better player. Stop it, Ken. You know it. You know it.
0: I can't say that. <laughs> What's up, FIFO? <Feebo? laughs> I hear you breathing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not me breathing. You know, I'll be on mute. But nah, man, look, Ken, come on, man. You, 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 Donovan Mitchell. Is is a nice player. Is, is he could potentially nice. be great. He could potentially be great. He's had a great season, right? In any other year, if, if Ben would have played last year, and 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 this was the rookie class without Ben Simmons, remember what I said last year. And me and, and, and B agreed with me. We both said Ben Simmons needed to sit out so he had the opportunity to win Rookie of the Year, and that's all he did. Put himself in position. If he would have played last year, this year, hands down it would have been Donovan Mitchell. But guess what? Ben played this year. He didn't play a game last year. Ben Simmons is the better player, Ken, because Ben Simmons does what other players cannot do, right? He makes other people better. He elevates the entire team. There's been only a handful of people to to be able to do that That's the reason why he is a greater player Not only does he have greater physical tools But his game is a greater game Because it involves everybody Donovan Mitchell is a scorer And I give you that Built like a tank at 6'3", you know what I'm saying Big time heart, you know what I'm saying I think he's one of those guys I I think he's going to be around for a while But like I said on the last show he has to prove it to me at least next season because I've seen it with Tyreek Evans before. The, look, Donovan Mitchell averages less than four rebounds and four assists a game. What is Ben Simmons averaging? Oh, okay. Doesn't matter that he gets more points. Doesn't matter he had two forty-point. Doesn't matter he had five thirty-point games. Ben Simmons is a has a bigger impact on mm. any team. Any mm-hmm. team
0: shorter you can't hold rebounds against him. He's
2: like. What six, Russell Westbrook six, six, averages like twelve rebounds a game. Right? We
0: already like, said 11. earlier that that they they part like the Red Sea in order to get him those rebounds.
2: <laughs> I didn't agree. I, look, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I, I, I don't care if they part like the Red Sea. He's still getting double digit rebounds. Lonzo yeah. Ball is a is a better rebounder.
3: He's look, taller the end, than
2: Ben. And, 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 and I'm not going to hold that against Donovan Mitchell's greatness. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. At the but, end yeah, of the day, Ken. He's not a better baller, basketball player than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has the opportunity to be a Mount Rushmore player. Donovan Mitchell will never, ever, 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 ever
4: be that. If I could interject real quick, um, just you know, as the resident Sixers fan here who <laughs> who you know watched Ben Simmons almost every game at LSU and. Summer League, his first first unofficial rookie year, (laughs) and then, you know, breaking his foot and being in a state of a depressive episode for like eight months. Uh, Ben Simmons, by definition, is a rookie. It's his first year playing NBA basketball with an NBA basketball on a NBA basketball court in the National Basketball Association playing basketball. So he's he's a, he's a rookie. So even – I, I don't know if y'all saw, but uh Donovan Mitchell had on a hoodie where they were defining yeah, uh, like the definition of a rookie. And then, like, the Webster Twitter account said, would you like for <laughs> us to, to, to define the word played next? Because ben, <laughs> Simmons, cause ben Simmons did not play on the NBA basketball court all last season. He broke his foot. He was in a boot for six months. But okay, cool. He got to watch film and like and lift weights, so he's automatically, you know, better than Donovan Mitchell going in, I guess. Um, in terms of his play on 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 the court, Donovan Mitchell's a fantastic player. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy who uh fronts on him and says, you know, he's cool, you know, he's a nice player. Donovan Mitchell's balling out. Donovan Mitchell has showed that he has an arsenal of moves at six three, six four. And he's really done something amazing over there in Utah. And it's incredibly hard to do well in that conference. And for him to have them with a playoff spot locked up makes it even much more for his case. So I'm not going to say that it's like, you know, um, it's just, you know, a closed case. You know what I'm saying? Donovan Mitchell couldn't touch Ben this year because it was closed for a couple of weeks. But for me, rookie of the year, the same time, the same thing as MVP, the same thing as Coach of the Year, for any award, you have to have that staple moment. And for me, Ben Simmons' staple moment was literally beating LeBron James
3: without Joel Embiid to go Did on y'all that. Did you
2: see what Ben Simmons said?
3: Yeah, I was Dude. just about to bring that up. Yeah, go ahead, people.
2: So, so yeah, man, look, I I think this just – this is why he's a rookie. Look, he says if his argument is that I'm not a rookie, if that's his only argument he has, I'm in pretty good shape. (laughs) Because because think about it. He's not refuting that Ben Simmons is having a better year than him. He's just saying Ben Simmons, this is supposed to be his sophomore year.
4: Exactly. So,
2: look, man, Ben Simmons is the guy. Case closed. Thank you very much.
4: But that's that's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, when it comes to – uh, like a signature moment, Diamond Mitchell he doesn't have one. You know, like 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 he doesn't have a signature moment. Like what? I tell you, he doesn't have a signature moment for his rookie campaign, unless you want to count putting up thirty five shots and making the thirty five points against the old Spurs team that Ben Simmons put up a triple double on. But that's fine. Uh, he put up forty one
0: on the Pelicans.
4: Is that? Oh wow! Okay, that's oh, wow. that's an incredible achievement, Ken. That's an incredible achievement. Went up on the Davis uh, Pelicans, but anyway, Ben Simmons Q, don't diminish. Don't diminish. He, he had, Q. Come he on, has, he is. He, has he's hit some game games. winners.
0: He's had some. Comp- he's hit some big shots in As the he, fourth quarter. Stop. Stop it, Q. The
4: man has dude, signature moments in the NBA. He doesn't have a signature moment. He doesn't have a signature moment. He has great games, but there's nothing that's been like the national what signature about about Ben Simmons
0: sin- that he's getting okay, all these okay, triple
4: doubles so that's it, so it, overrated it, now it, in the it, NBA. It, it, Ken, 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 Ben Simmons probably gets the most. Besides LeBron, he probably gets the most natural, organic triple doubles in the NBA. Easily, he's not he's not chasing these. Re- he's he's not chasing it. He's a point guard at almost damn near six eleven. Eleven. Everybody bringing in the ball up the floor. In the NBA. He's bringing the ball up the floor. Ken, that's what I'm saying. Like he's a point guard. It's not just some Where's point forward. Like your moment,
0: Q. Where is the signature moment?
4: Beating LeBron James without Joel Embiid is a signature moment. Bruh, he and almost LeBron lost that game. Without, they were up thirty. They were oh my up goodness thirty. Without and LeBron, Joel Embiid, and, am I supposed to be mad at that? And and Le, uh,
0: absolutely, you're up thirty points, and you almost because we
4: have Joel Embiid, it's not even a thing. So like, come on now, okay? all right? See, the thing is, you is can't that give him credit for blowing up uh, blowing a thirty point lead.
3: You also got to give him credit, though, for getting a 30-point lead, though, to be oh, fair. A oh, hold, on,
4: hold on, see? hold on, hold on. Is, is it a W or is it an L at the end of the day? You're saying that's a signature
0: a, moment. That the man was your up moment.
4: 30. He was up 30 I know, I knew, and Ken, almost Ken, blew it. Ken, Ken, Ken I know. Man. Ken, I know you got to put this in context. Are, are you really trying to say that Ben Simmons and his team, without Joel Embiid, going up 30 points on – the reigning Eastern Conference champs of the last, what, two years or three years and losing it. But the only person who was able to keep that team's composure while J.J. J. Redick, he hits that what people think it was a, a, a like a dagger three. You have Sarge on the bench. Everyone's going crazy. The only person in the middle of the court saying y'all need to calm down is Ben Simmons. That shows not only that you have a so? veteran like this you have you have everything in your wheelhouse that you need as a player and he hasn't even taken a three point shot yet so let's uh so let's not even do that you beat you beat LeBron James to get fifty wins that we just had twenty eight wins last season see season before that we had ten wins, and after that game, all of national media is saying. Can the Sixers go to the Eastern Conference Finals? I came on this podcast two weeks ago. I said, do not be surprised if the the Sixers go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And people were on here saying, let's slow down now. Let's slow down. But as soon as Ben Simmons beats LeBron, everyone's jumping on my band. Can the Sixers go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes, we can. Because Ben Simmons is 6'11", playing point guard, like a hybrid of Lamar Odom and Magic Johnson out here. And no one can check him like literally you beat you beat your you beat your mentor in LeBron James without the best player on the Sixers that's a signature moment. Donovan Mitchell's had incredible games but there's nothing that set the world on fire. I know you see those dimes Ken. I know you see it. Going between because, the legs. You know, you there, know, you know why? You know why? Because Donovan Mitchell
0: doesn't have a propaganda machine pushing his his accomplishments. That's why
4: so all right, the so the same propaganda machine that has been taking dumps on on the on the process for the last four years, that? the you, process. Are you, are you not
0: Ben Simmons. They get credit for M B and get they get credit. The but they get credit for M B and they get credit for Ben Simmons and folks, they don't get credit for how they went about doing it. And you can't give uh, uh the Cleveland I mean the, the Philadelphia 76ers credit for beating Cleveland when the Jazz also beat Cleveland, like it, th- that, that doesn't make any sense.
4: But you're saying Ben Simmons without Joel Embiid beating LeBron James to get to 50 wins and secure the third spot That's in the East? That's not a
0: moment. And, and Donovan, Mitchell. Donovan
4: Mitchell doesn't even have an Embiid on his team, and he's still can. He, uh, he has Rudy Gobert, who's already. He has Rudy Gobert, who is Rudy in Gobert. Defensive wow. Player of the Year conversations. Thank God for him. What am I going to do without Rudy Gobert? They were winning games without Rudy Gobert because of Donovan Mitchell. Same thing that Ben okay, Simmons is we doing without him. We were winning games and we've won games without Joel and beat about seven of them with Ben Simmons playing the, some of the best basketball he's played in his but life. I think it was
0: Rudy Gobert going down, is how Donovan Mitchell actually ended up bursting on in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: Sure was. The same thing can be said for Ben Simmons.
0: Ben Simmons was already on the scene, dog. He was on the scene when he was in, in in freaking college. He was on the scene last year when he didn't even play a game.
4: No, do you know when they polled all the rookies of who's going to win rookie of of the year? Do you know who who got the number one vote? When was Dennis Smith Junior. Dennis Smith Junior. This oh, poll at the was done. Yeah, this poll was done at at the beginning of of the year. It was Dennis Smith Junior. Then it was Tatum. Then, it was, then like it was Fulton, Lonzo. And at what the very bottom, song? Bleacher Report. Nah, was... I think no, 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 no. I think it was actually like the NBA actually just pulled all the rookies, and they said, "Oh, Dennis Smith is going to get it." And the last three people with like less than two percent were Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, and at the very bottom was Ben Simmons. Everyone would say, "Oh, Lonzo Ball," you know what I'm saying? So it's not a hype. Ma- it's not a hype machine. People were like, Ken, come on. Colin Cowherd said we were going to miss the playoffs. Colin Cowherd said we were going to miss the playoffs. Stephen A. said, I don't care about the process. They'll probably win 35, 40 games. We have won 51 games about to lock up the third seed in the NBA when most pundits and all analysts and all these blogger boys, as KD says it, (laughs) projected us to be the eighth seed or the seventh seed. And at the highest, they had us at fifth. We're about to lock up the third seed after beating LeBron James without Joel Embiid. If I told you at the beginning of the year that the Philadelphia 76ers would beat LeBron without Joel to secure the third seed, you would call me insane. If I told you Donovan Mitchell if 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 I told you, oh come on, Ken, don't do that, don't 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 because people have always had their problems with Ben as a prospect. They like him, and please don't please don't even say that there was a propaganda machine behind him. Because I can go back to that first take film. I can go back to to the Cowherd film. I can go back to the first things first film where people people were saying, uh, Ben Simmons, he's a great prospect, but is he? Does he not want it enough? Is he too lazy? Is he just Lamar Odom? And then what, is, what does he do? Come out and break Magic Johnson's rookie year triple double record. That's just that's that's historic stuff. The only thing Donovan Mitchell does better than him is score the ball by four more points. Congratulations, that's an incredible thing to do. And I and think that he's going to be to the
0: playoffs in the West as a, a fourth seed.
4: That's great. We got to the East in the third seed when we people projected us to be the eighth seed. So it's like you can't really, like, say that, oh, Ben Simmons doesn't deserve rookie of of, of the year. I just think he does. And he's only going to get get better. Like, can we just even think about the fact that if he gets any semblance of a three-point shot, it's damage. Because you can already not really guard him. You can try to step back. He's going to go right by you. He's going to foul you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all you have to do is foul him. For right now, that's the only semblance of an answer for him. But he affects the game without even having to score, Ken.
0: Ben that's Simmons the thing
4: that- All
0: right, all right. Ben Simmons has a great future ahead of him. And he's probably gonna win an MVP. He and he may uh win a win a title. I know he and Embiid have been talking about finding ways to uh stay together and not break up what they have. Ben Simmons probably will go on to have a better career. Then Donovan Mitchell, when we look at it, when when it's all said and done, right? But this year, he just might not. He, you know, he just he just won't be, you know, rookie of the year. You know, it's fine, it's fine. But you know, he'll win it. He'll win it. I do think this stat is impressive, though. I saw this when I was reading about um, his his uh, him saying that he would he should be rookie of the year, hundred uh, percent. During this 14-game winning streak, he's averaging a triple-double and two steals a game. Yeah, well, you know, however you want to say. He made the longest in
4: franchise history, but, you know, I'm sleeping though. So, you know, it's fine. Yeah, well, congratulations to the Sixers. <laughs> Um The most – the, the can't, I'm not like last name. It's the first 50-point season since Iverson was, was in the jersey. That's, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say.
0: I've just you know the, the the Utah Jazz lost Gordon Hayward and nobody thought that they would be where they are, but they got a guy named <laughs> Donovan Mitchell who who, who just the Jazz put in right back propped the mat. So you know, and Quinn Snyder's a great
4: coach. Quinn Snyder's a great coach. So let's not even take away from Quinn Snyder first. No, 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 no. I,
0: I I propped him up. I you know I gave him his props. Um, but speaking right. of Ben Simmons, uh, <laughs> so I I think I heard the, I forgot where I heard it on. I think maybe it was uh, first things first. And they said that uh, Ben Simmons is potentially a top twenty player in the NBA right now. So I it? wonder if if that is indeed the case. So um, so I'm gonna put it to you guys. Uh, what do you think? Uh, and and uh, B, let me let me start Can with you, brother, brother B, what, brother what B, um? brother Beasy. <laughs> is Ben Simmons a top twenty player
3: in the NBA right now? um here i i actually um i'm i made a list of 20 guys um i i can name off 20 names you tell me if you tell me if uh everybody tell me if uh if, if ben simmons is better than any of these guys so i did i didn't do it in any particular order too this is just 20 guys that you know stand out to me uh lebron kd steph russ Kawhi, kyrie ad uh, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Paul, John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Victor Oladipo, Clay Thompson, Paul George, and Jokic. Is he better than any of those guys? Yeah, that's funny right there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He, is, he, is. he is.
1: He's better than Clay. He's better he, than yep, I was Ron, say Clay. He's When, better when I heard Yon. Clay, I was like, Yep, Clay. Clay Draymond, uh, who else and is he he's
3: better than Num3. Clay, Draymond, and who? Giannis. Uh, Giannis? Giannis. Oh, no. I can't roll he's be- he's that. He's better than Giannis. Klay,
4: Draymond, and Jokic. I'm Definitely with that. Draymond. You, you, you can put Jokic on
0: that list, too. You think he's
4: better I'm than a- Jokic? Jokic out here getting
0: triple-doubles, too. He, not
1: one he's, better, he's, this better, year. he's better He's better than Jokic. He's better than Jokic. They better yeah. than Playoff, I'm, I'm, right? I'm not taking Giannis out of that list, but, I yeah. mean, you can make an argument. No, he said ben he's Bambi, better ben than Giannis. Giannis. No, 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 no. I know. He's I'm not saying not you can make out. an argument, but I'm not taking him out that list, though.
3: Yeah, no. Uh, Giannis is yeah. Giannis is, is way ben better than Simmons? Simmons. No, 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 no. The question is, Ben right. Simmons he's better top than 20. Giannis?
1: Yes, yes.
0: No, no, he's, no, no, he's no, no, no. Not that. Based not those... that. I, I think we can put him in the in, as a top twenty player based on what that list that yeah. Platy just right. read. I
3: want to address what
0: what just said. Is Ben Simmons better than Giannis?
3: No, man, no. Giannis is a freak of nat- like, like I get. You, you can probably put it. them like
1: no, but it's angry. closer than
3: people think. No, I, yeah. I'm with you. I was about to say it's closer than people think, but I just I can't do it with Giannis yet. Not Giannis. I Look, get I mean, it-
1: they both have. not To me, I don't think they both hit their ceiling yet.
3: So well, of well, course, yeah. ben Simmons yeah. have not yet. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, they, they haven't.
1: Piece, and, and Giannis has
2: come a long way, right? But this yeah. is year five versus year one. And be and and for them to be as close as they are, because I'm not saying that Ben Simmons is leaps and bounds ahead of Giannis. I got you. I, just I got think you. He's people. a better basketball player because he has better IQ than Giannis. He they, does. They,
1: they're both he physically
2: does. freaks. Obviously, Giannis is is uniquely long, right? Even longer than KD. Okay, cool. But Ben Simmons is a, a, a physical freak as well. You know what I'm saying? Especially for. The position he plays, I I just think Ben Simmons is about a half step or maybe a full step ahead of Giannis right now, and Giannis has been in the league five years. You
3: know, you know, I I see your argument. I will definitely one hundred percent agree that that uh, that Simmons is a more um is has a higher IQ than Giannis. That's one hundred percent. That's been my biggest knock. It's not his jumper, his IQ, but I just think Giannis right now is is better i do think it's close though like i i think that's literally something that um that isn't should it it shouldn't have got the reaction that um that some of the panel gave it when you said it i'm with you on that so like i think i think simmons is probably top 15 ish because i could probably take him over over uh damian lillard victor oladipo clay thompson jokic um draymond i could take him over those guys a hundred percent. So I think he, I think he's definitely a top 20 player. I just, I don't think he's Giannis level yet. Um, but I think it's, I think you're right. Like year five, Ben Simmons, I think will be better than Giannis year five. And, you know, and I think sometime in between that, those four years, I think he will eclipse Giannis. Um, I, I think he will, but not right now, in my I, opinion. I, 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 I think, think I got to agree with FIFA. Giannis is shooting seventy percent at the rim, or damn near seventy percent at the rim. He is a freak of nature, and I know Ben Simmons is good. Like I, I hate that I have to make this argument, but Giannis is a freak of like I mean he's putting up he's putting up numbers at the I mean these are numbers at the rim that's only matched by prime LeBron, apex LeBron.
0: Yeah, but all around game though, man. I, I I think I I, I I the reason why I reacted the way I did is because it you sounds know I, I've I been because FIFo and and B have been pushing Giannis for a minute now, mm-hmm. so to so I reacted that way because everybody was saying Giannis has next. so it just shocked me for to hear FIFo say that that Ben Simmons was was better than Giannis because you know he had been pushing yeah. him pushing him hard, but. I, th- I think based on the things that I've seen, I I, I, I would take Ben over Giannis personally myself. In spite of everything I'm saying, because I was just arguing rookie of the year. But I think yeah, I w- and you know what? I put I put I put Don I put Donovan Mitchell in 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 the top twenty. I think yeah, I'll take out Draymond Green and put him in there. Oh God!
3: Oh, God. oh no, Ken. no, okay no. Okay, okay. Take out Clay Thompson.
0: Take out Clay Thompson then.
4: No. Oh. Yes. No, are you taking out Donovan Mitchell? Bro, if that's the case, you can put CJ in in there before Donovan.
3: Yeah, Donovan's not a top 20. Not yet. Not nah, easy. Just, you know, I'm he might, he, he he might be. Away. Like, he might be someday, but not this year.
4: Bro, I'm trying to tell y'all that I don't think y'all
3: realize. I didn't even name Hayward, by the way.
4: Bro, yeah, like, come on now. I don't think y'all realize how fast Ben Simmons is for his height. Like there's some there's like some tests that like you have to go through or when when you're like um in the like in like the drafting process or or whatever. And Ben Simmons amongst like some of the fastest like just guards in the NBA, the only guards that were like, of note who are starting on NBA teams who were faster than him, were people like Russell Westbrook, John Wall, and Dane. And it was like he's like the fourth or fifth guy.
3: And my boy Ish, don't forget Ish. Man, and
4: this and Smith is like the fourth guy, so he's like the fifth guy. Yeah. Simmons is six eleven. I don't think y'all realize how how quickly he accelerates to to the yeah. basket. And like I said, I tweeted this out months ago. I said the moment that the moment that Ben Simmons realizes that no one can stop him or very few people can stop him from getting to wherever he wants to on the court is the moment that the league is in trouble. Cause very early on when I was seeing him, he was very he was he was very tentative, and he was very past first, and he was very past second, and he will score third. That was, that was like his you know mentality, but honestly, M B being out for the time that that has happened, it's probably been a, a blessing in disguise for him because he's because he's realized, oh wait, I'm almost seven feet, and I weigh like two hundred thirty five pounds. There's no one that can really stop me. All I got to do in the offseason is work on my free throw and work on my three point shot, which if you've seen him in warm ups, that thing is wet for real. But, you know, like like the mechanic is a little weird. So he's going to work that out. And I think by year two, I think Ben Simmons could honestly be a top 15, top 12 player in in the
3: NBA. And I I think he's already there.
4: You think he's I think he's
3: like 16 to 17. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that but borderline. Like, He's in that range,
4: and I don't think y'all realize it's just like Joel Embiid still is figuring out basketball. This is like his eighth year playing basketball, like in, in his entire life. So people don't understand how scary that potential is there too. So all I'm saying is that the Sixers, like I like I said four years ago on this very podcast, the Sixers potentially in Joel Embiid have a top two player in the NBA and Ben Simmons. Is potentially a top three player in the NBA, and both of them are young, and both of them have skill sets that are versatile. I don't think people realize how versatile Ben Simmons is on defense. I don't think they realize how fast he is, and I don't think they realize how much he affects the game without even having to score a point. Now, that being said, he does have his de- de- deficiencies, and those deficiencies show up in like things like scoring and you know mechanical uh, deficiencies with like his, his like shot and whatnot but this is his rookie season and he hasn't taken one three and he has his team in the conversation for, can they make the Eastern conference finals? I've mean, even heard rumblings about people saying, Oh, we can make the finals. So it's like Ben Simmons already has his team in that position. I think you have to put him in the top 20 conversation off top. Like that's just not even a thing, you know?
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we're coming up on the end of end of yeah. the show. Um, Q, what, real quick, uh, if you can give us your answers to this. Um, who's your sixth man of the year?
4: Oh, that's Lou Williams.
0: Yes,
3: Coach sir. Of, Coach of the year?
4: <sighs> Brad Stevens. Um, I'm with you. Defensive player of the year? Stolen B.
0: Yep. Most improved player of
4: the year? Victor Oledibo. Yep. And MVP. And that's that beard. <laughs> you already know what <laughs> what you're known you talking about That's the but that's Houston, man. He got a signature moment, Ken. You know what I'm saying? Putting Wesley Johnson to sleep real quick. <laughs> Get back.
0: Hey Don- come on now. Donovan uh Donovan got Draymond
4: tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Draymond,
0: man, he ain't been the fan, man. I don't know what's going on. Nah, he ain't something wrong with that, brother. Um all right, all right. Okay, so uh Last question, Lonzo Ball, man, we're at the end. He's probably not going to play anymore. Is he a
3: bust? No. No.
1: Man.
3: no, man, he's just figuring it out. Like, I get a that there's A bust this, like, after
1: one year? Jesus Christ, Ken.
3: Yeah, like, yeah. I – we're Let's just we're just too much in the prisoner of the moment era right now. Like
1: yes, oh you could not say every
3: every year. Think about how narratives change every year. Look at guys like Drummond. He was again you couldn't trade him for a bag of chips. Now you know people actually look at him like wow he's actually a really good center and he's a really good basketball player and you know like he can you know actually be a pillar or one of the pillars of a franchise. Like things change year to year um so much and. So I think I think we're too much prisoner of the moment. Like the kid's got to find it out. I am worried though because things can snowball, and you know, and, and he does have extra pressure with everything. You know, every with all the attention that Lonzo gets, so he does have extra pressure, and there is, to, there is something to be worried about. But at the end of the day, the kid is 19. Like he's he's far from a finished product. FIFO, didn't you say Lonzo Ball was going to be a transcendental player?
2: Um, I did. And and here's the thing. I, <clears throat> maybe not at the level of a Ben Simmons, um, but when you look at this man's numbers, man, like he was very close to a triple-double his rookie year. Uh, I think the only reason why we're looking at him in a negative light is because of his dad. If he didn't have the hoopla surrounding his father, we would be talking about Lonzo in a completely different perspective. Um, And I I choose to continue that positive perspective on his uh, rookie season, mainly because during that second half, you saw him pick it up. Um, And and that's what you want to see with young players because the season is so long and you know that you have to have multiple levels that you are able to tap into to perform at a high level. And we've seen Lonzo throughout the course of this season – you know figure it out deal with adversity obviously uh manufactured by his father deal with injury adversity uh deal with the expectations set at the beginning of the season by his dad and magic johnson and the added pressure of winning summer league mvp you know the expectation level was high and maybe he didn't reach a ben simmons or donovan mitchell rookie career record setting year but he had a very 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 good rookie season um by all accounts and i think he's only gonna get better um will he be the next nba superstar no but i think he has an opportunity to be the next greatest pure point guard in the league i definitely think he has an opportunity um and and, and and the sky's the limit man i just think that we have to look at this guy objectively look at his game watch him play Basketball versus reading the headlines of what his dad said after their fifth loss. You say, "Oh, well, Luke Walton has lost the locker room and all." Like, take that away. Watch Lonzo for Lonzo. At the beginning of the season, I criticized him for not being aggressive. Guess what he did the second half of the season? He was aggressive. You know, uh, he attacked the basket, got to the free throw line a little bit more, uh, shot way higher percentages from the field and also from three points. So so my thing is, is, is is he's had a good season. He's elevated his game and I expect him to continue to do that over the course of this offseason and going into the sophomore year.
0: I think he's closer to being a bust than you're tripping, been a been a good player. I, I, I do. You're tripping. Um,
2: well, oh, so 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 Ken, would you have said the same thing about Jason Kidd? Because look at the numbers; they're damn near the same for their rookie year. Look at the numbers.
0: Ah, but Jason Kidd was different, though. If if I remember his rookie year, he was Come a little bit different. I know the. Talk
2: about, did we just not talk about how basketball is rated on averages? Lonzo is averaging almost a triple double, but but you're talking about bust?
0: man. Okay, Ken. I think he's I think he's closer to being a bust based on where he was selected. Yes, will he be that? I don't think so. I think he definitely has room to improve. There were like his if his field goal percentage improves, that ten goes up to maybe fifteen. Um, he he definitely can fill the stat sheet. But I had Lonzo Ball on my fantasy basketball team, and I've seen his stats throughout the whole damn year. The man just hasn't had many good games. He had a couple of stretches here and there, but as a whole collectively, it just it it just wasn't good. But going back to what you were saying about averages, yeah, average out averages out to 10 7 and 7. And when people look at that they are like, "Oh, that wasn't bad." But when you look at this thing on a game by game basis, it just it just wasn't impressive at all. At all. So I think he has a ways to go. Before we'll so look Ken, at him so, so you're light. telling me he the double youngest
2: doubles. player to ever get a triple double was not impressed? Was I not impressive?
0: Care. No, I don't care about that. Triple oh, okay. doubles are in, inflated in today's NBA. They're not, Ken. They're yes, they not. are. You're tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping. I, I, you're tripping. I think there needs to be some research done into that. I, I think triple doubles I, have increased.
4: I, I, think, I think I think the conversation needs to be shifted back a little bit because it's like, all right, you're saying, was, is Lonzo Ball a bust? First and foremost, it's, it's Lonzo Ball's first season. and FIFA remembers I was telling him, and I still believe that going back to that draft that Marco Fultz is going to be a better player. I see Lonzo Ball as going to be a pretty good, good player in this league. Um, I think – that his entire star was kind of catapulted, just like uh, y'all have been saying, and everyone is, has has said, by his father. His father need, needed to make him a brand because he knew that Alonzo's game was was not going to speak for itself in his first years or maybe his first couple years. We don't know. But I would like to point out that there, that there are players like Jimmy Butler. There are players like Victor Oladipo. There are players uh, like Derek Favors. There are, there are so many players who come into this Kawhi league.
2: Leonard, hawaii
4: there's 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 so many like p g we can go all the way could say that actually i'm not gonna say i that, say that'cause y'all have my head but it's fine um so we have so we have a lot of players who come into this league and they look like wow, I thought you were going to be better than this. Or, oh, what in the world is this? This is not what I you know signed up for when I drafted you. And then they go to a, di- a different team, or they just have to play through a first couple, three or four seasons, and, they, and then like they finally pan out. Like Gordon Hayward. Like Gordon Hayward was literally lo- looked, looked at by a lot of Jazz fans in his first couple years as a guy who they kind of got sold a bill of goods in their opinion. And if you look at a lot of the commentary from Jazz uh, commentators, they just saw raw talent. And we can go to players more recently like like Jalen Brown, who Celtics fans who were screaming at the top of their lungs that we think he's going to be something. We don't care if the shot is funky right now. We don't care if his IQ is kind of weird right now. If we get him in an offseason with, with this great coach and we fix that shot, he already has the base for a defense. And that's kind of the same thing that Alonzo Ball is going through. Where I see defensive potential and versatility in Lonzo Ball because he has quick feet. He has good hands. He's a he's a shot-blocking point guard. And those type of things always help. And if you look at a point guard who's trying to get everyone involved, trying to keep the ball moving, then that, then that's good. That shot is going to fall eventually. I don't know if it's going to take him having to switch that, um, you know, his, his like mechanics up or switch that form up. But the shot is going to fall eventually. And even if Alonzo Ball does not become this knockdown three-point shooter, the older you get in the NBA, the easier it is for you to get into the lane if you're quick. And you can look at Rajon Rondo for that. You you can even look, look at guys on a lesser scale like Ish Smith. And Alonzo Ball, to me, is going to fit right in when the team that he's currently has finally gets set. Because we also have to be fair in the fact that a lot of these people that are on his team right now – are not going to be the team that he has in three years. What does it look like for Lonzo Ball if a Paul George goes there next year? What does it look like for Lonzo Ball if they attract any marquee free agent? They draft one great two way guy who ends up becoming like you know their Kawhi type of person. What does it look like for him if you surround him with a bunch of shooters so that way you have to give a one on one to Lonzo He's going to 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 like the rack. What does that look like? So I think we have to keep it in perspective that Lonzo Ball. It's his rookie season. His dad's a dickhead. We all know. But it, you know, it, it's it's just it, it's what it is at this point. And there are signs of encouragement that you should see as a Lakers fan. But don't buy into the hype machine that everyone's saying, oh, he's going to be trash. Why can't Lonzo Ball just be a guy who goes into this league and at the prime of his career, why can't he be the dude who averages 15, 9, and 10? He can do that, and I would take that a lot over over probably like ninety percent of what the NBA players uh, prospect out to be in terms of draft comparisons. If you told me Lonzo Ball could average fifteen nine and ten or or fifteen nine and nine for his career, I'm taking that all day. Well, yeah, that'd
0: be good, but you know what? When when and I don't think it was just his dad; it was a lot of people. Q that were hyping up Lonzo Ball, uh, almost close to the levels they were with, with Ben Simmons. But at least with Ben Simmons, like, when, when he stepped on the court, you could see it. Like, you may have one or two games with, with Lonzo that you could see it. And and I just haven't seen it yet. I, I You know, I just haven't. I've seen it in other players. More than I've seen with, with him. And I understand that Ken, you're tripping po-
2: like Lonzo had a whole stretch. He had like like an eight game stretch
0: where he was just dominant. Eight games out of fifty-seven that he played Ken, or fifty-two.
2: Ken, it's a stretch. It it it's a it's all about showing another gear. The second half of the season for him was way better than the first half. And we can say that for all of the top rookies. Look at Josh Jackson. This man, this man couldn't buy playing time. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, now he's now he's getting it. He's starting to understand it. So, so you know what, Ken? You did the same thing to Cardi B, dog. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's, it's past eleven o'clock. It's past my bedtime, bro. Like like you like you tripping.
4: Josh people, Jackson. wouldn't you say? People, wouldn't you say that as as a as a player and as a coach that when your coach sees something in you and you've it's been like probably like what? Let's say like you're going to streak of five games or you flirt with a triple double each game. Your coach. If they see something in you, they know that I think he's able to sustain this for an entire season. If they bump you up in playtime. Mm-hmm. so Lonzo Ball, the same logic applies there. That I think you know, and obviously this is like a Skip Baylor, but for like damn near like nine or ten games, he had the best three point shooting percentage in the NBA. Oh my, God. this mm-hmm. is the same. Thing. No, I mean, dude, like it, that. As much as we all you know laugh at Skip or whatever, right? That is that 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 actually is something because. As a coach, you look for the things within your players that could be sustainable. Now, obviously, being the best three-point shooter in the NBA is probably far-fetched for Alonzo Ball. But if you tell me that that Alonzo can't be one of the top 10 three-point shooters in the NBA with his skill set, I think that you're underestimating not only Luke Walton as a coach, but you're underestimating the fact that maturation in the NBA comes by fire. And I think that we'll see... Alonzo Ball's mentality of what he is as a player and the type of stuff that he's made of next year instead of it just being this year. Like, he could be my man. J- Jalen Brown, they, they they said the same things about him. Oh, he can't shoot or, you know, or he can't drive in the lane. He was very raw. He's very athletic. And now you see him in the NBA and he looks like he could develop into, a, I'm not going to say a Paul George-esque player, but something that's in that same mold of being a two-way guy. And I think we have to give Alonzo that credit
0: there. Jalen Brown didn't have any hype. We always knew he was a prospect, and I feel like we're gonna be saying he could potentially develop into something for the next three years. That's what it looks like. But I I'll say this with, with okay. I I we'll see. We we get we we got time. We'll see. But to your point about Josh Jackson, he did look like a bus early on, but he got better and we saw what he, he could be. He, he Like, he had a real stretch where he was playing really, really well. And we're like, okay, the brother going to be all right. With Lonzo, I don't, we've had a whole season. And he had good games or a stretch of eight games. And then there was the rest of the year. And that, that surrounded, that wasn't that eight-game stretch. Like, right after the eight-game stretch, he fell right back off again. So, I don't know. Maybe he was just hurt. We'll see. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, um, man, that's going to do it for us, man. We're going to get out of here because we can do this all night Um, (laughs) uh, going back and forth about uh, the NBA. But um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Rod just texted me if you guys made it this far. Cardi B is going up right now, so y'all go check that out. Um, He's already live. It's already yeah. live. There you go. Yeah, go check I got out the Cardi notification B. on my phone. Yeah, yeah go check Your it. You heard what FIFO just called me a hater, said I was hating on Cardi B. Go see what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> we're going to holler at you guys. Uh, later on this week, actually, we're going to do uh, the playoff thing. We're going to basically pick the winners of the first round and uh, break down the playoffs for you guys once the field is set. So that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.